2: Now over to your host, Anne Marie Cross.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 178, brought to you by podcasting with purpose, helping you to stand out, to be heard, to become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, onwards regardless. And joining me on today's show is Heather Hancock. Heather has lived with spastic cerebral palsy her entire life, and she endured severe bullying and abuse, trauma, rejection loss, grief and depression growing up and it led Heather planning her suicide at the age of 14 but God had ideas and saved her. Now Heather is now a Christian inner healing coach and she uses her God-given gifts to partner with Christian women in interactive prayer to identify painful root memories. Now on today's show, Heather is going to share Isaiah 61. That says that Jesus came to set the captives free and he did it for her and her work with her clients until they too experienced the freedom, the peace and love found only in Christ. She's going to talk about God's ways and not our ways. His plans and his purposes for your life, for our life may look a lot different from how you are envisioning them as well as that she has learned who she is in Christ and it changed her life and how she now perceives herself. So many great insights to share on today's show. Welcome Heather. Thank you as i was reading through your introduction it reminded me of something that i posted uh, earlier today on my my personal profile on on facebook where there was another woman who went through extreme uh, abuse and trauma And when we realise just how often so many of us have struggled and we start to share the hope and possibility, which she now does as well, and you do too in the work Mm -hmm. that you do, you realise just how many other people are struggling and what a light of hope and possibility that you can bring. Similarly, I'm sure, as you went through your healing process, and realized just how much you were loved by christ and now of course in your work uh, are sharing that with others who are experiencing real grief loss and rejection too so take us back to that time if you will had you grown up in a christian home how did you come to know christ
0: when I grew up, I grew up with believing parents, but we weren't taken to church. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was very small, my dad reading a book of prayers with us at nighttime um, and hearing Jesus' name then. Mm-hmm. But I didn't wasn't really introduced to church until I was 11 when we started to attend a United Church. My dad was raised Anglican. My mom was a, raised Lutheran. So they kind of decided on uh, United Church for mm-hmm. us. Mm. Um, but that's not where I was saved so um, what happened was as you said growing up I endured a lot of abuse and it's a long story so I'll not shell it but it was every form possible from every direction possible Mm. I was the first handicapped child mainstreamed into uh, the school system in Calgary Alberta and my parents had to fight for that and then, of course, the reception was not good from the other students. Mm-hmm. Um, so I endured a lot of bullying in the form of beatings um, from the older boys. They used to follow me home from school and circle me, pick me, push mm-hmm. me down, kick me black and blue. Um, that was a daily occurrence. Wow. Um, Mocking, name-calling, emotional abuse, um, them telling me that I didn't deserve the air that I breathe. Like, you know, God make, made a mistake and I shouldn't be here. Um, all of that kind of thing was day in and day out. And then there was also abuse in the hall. So, um, yeah, it came from every direction. Mm-hmm. So, by the time I was in high school, I had also at that point endured at the age of 12 some sexual abuse at the hands of a grandfather figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that shattered me. Mm-hmm. Um, Mostly because my mother blamed me. So, um, mm. yeah, that was the final straw for me. And I started to plan my suicide. Mm. And then one day in high school, God sent a singer. And we had a a performing theater area in our school. And we used to eat lunch in the mezzanine area or that wrote where the seating would be if the performance was going on. So all of a sudden, this man appears on a stage by the grand piano and starts to play Commodore songs. Which I know I date myself, but uh, it wasn't Lionel Richie, so don't get too excited. <laughs> but uh, it was songs that Lionel would have sung, you know, once, twice, three times with the lady, that kind of stuff. He serenaded us all lunch hour, and at some point he stopped. And I vaguely remember going down to talk to him. I don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> I just remember the bell going for class and him handing me a ticket for a concert he was giving at the Pentecostal church that Saturday and I thought, yeah, my parents are biased against Pentecostals, so good luck, but thank you so much. Mm. So I went home and I didn't know how to broach it, I put the ticket on the dining room table and waited for somebody to ask me about it. Um, I was very timid back then. Mm. And my dad finally asked, and so I regaled the tale. And um, he just looked at me and said, well, if you want to go, I'll take you. I think I my jaw hit the table at that point. Um, okay. So he took me, dropped me off in a church. I didn't know a soul, not a single person. Never been to a, that format of a church before. Mm. And I uh, was wondering what I got myself into when worship started. That's a nice little United Church girl. Who sang her psalms when she was told to, um, suddenly was in a different environment. So, and the fellow uh, Chico Tohamaso, who had been speak, uh, singing, um, was nowhere to be seen. So I was very uncomfortable for Rose from the front on the aisle. Um, finally, he showed up after worship and started to sing again, but this time it was gospel songs. And he saw me and smiled and was happy I was there. So I was like, he's happy I'm here. (laughs) Um, And then a fellow got up and gave his testimony, which was a new experience for me. We don't do that in the United States. And um, his life didn't parallel mine in any way, shape, Mm. or form. Um, But it was like there was a tug of war going on inside of me Mm -hmm. during that whole time. And an altar call was given, and I didn't know what that was at the time. I just remember somebody said, if you want to come to altar, receive Jesus into your heart, I don't, for the life of me, remember getting up, and I don't remember walking to the front. It was like the rope snapped. Yeah. I just remember finding myself at the front, <laughs> with tears streaming down my face, um, the man saying the sinner's prayer, me repeating mm-hmm. after him. And the second amen was said, um, I was both surrounded and infilled Mm. with God's love. Mm. It was so real and so tangible that I was completely blown away. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, if the the God of the universe who created me loves me, then I have a reason to live.
1: Mm Wow. Wow. Just from that... Uh, one man who gave us his time to come to your school and how that one event has just led you now down the path. Obviously, there's a, a lot between there, the things that you've learned and, of course, now what you so lovingly share with your clients yeah. and we'll dive into it a little bit uh, mm-hmm. in a moment. But uh, thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that because I think everybody's testimony is different Um, and, and I think the moment that you realize just how loved you are, it's almost, and as we, as we know in the, from, in in the Bible, it says God only reveals himself so much, you know, in a, in in a little way, really, because if he completely showed us his, Mm -hmm. his extent of his love, we would be crushed. It is that great. And uh, I, I don't know about you, but I, I can really sense it. There's feelings of, um, you know, gratitude that you probably could the words in the English language probably can't describe mm-hmm. what you feel. And it's a mixed emotions. And sometimes all you can do is just kind of stand there with, with tears coming out of out mm-hmm. of you because it, it, it is so overwhelmingly beautiful. Now you say in your introduction, I want to just dive into this because I know that there's sure. so many people who have struggled, struggled with Mm -hmm. a form of abuse and feeling unloved, rejected. And it's so sad because, you know, they don't yet know that uh, there is someone who loves them Mm -hmm. so much that uh, he gave of his life. And Isaiah 61 said that Jesus came To set the captives free you've experienced that and now of course this is something that you you desire for all of your clients to experience the freedom peace and the love that's found only in christ so when you're working with someone that comes to you heather that is battered battered and bruised and broken what do you say to her or him too what are some of the things that you say and that you bring to uh yeah to, to the conversation
0: well, I usually have a consultation call first off because every person's story, like you said, is very unique and different. Mm-hmm. So I need to hear what they're saying and listen to what Holy Spirit's saying at the same time. Um, so I'm I'm usually asking them a little bit bit about the past, a little bit about how, if they've ever had guided prayer before, if they know what it is. Um, I explain what it is if they don't know what it is, and then. Um, We book a guided prayer session Mm -hmm. because that's, that's, it's actually not me that does the healing. I'm just Mm -hmm. the vessel. Mm -hmm. And I just use the gifts that He's given me um, and let Holy Spirit do the work in the person's heart. and in their soul, their mind, their will, and emotion.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you find with a lot of the the men and women that you deal with, uh, so often when we've been through a a traumatic situation, so often we can blame ourselves, can't we? We think that there must have been something that we've thought or Mm -hmm. done that have led that other person or persons to do that. And along with that, uh, blame comes shame and even guilt mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. the fact that someone's having a conversation and says it's not has nothing to do with you and there sh- there is no guilt there should be no shame mm-hmm. because god does not bring shame and guilt in fact mm-hmm. he says lay it at the throne leave it with me because oh, exactly. i have handled it that's it done dusted mm-hmm. the slate is clean what sort of relief do people have when you share that message with them
0: once we're done with the guided prayer sessions, once the client's broken through, what I what Holy Spirit has me go for is what I call root memories. Mm. So those would be the first instance where those seeds were planted the seeds of I'm not good enough, or rejection, or I should have been a boy, or mm. any number of scenarios. I could list off a gazillion, but um. Where it first happened, that's where we need to get to. And it usually takes a few sessions. He'll start off gently mm-hmm. and work its way down into that memory. But once we get to the root and he gets in there and he actually shows the person what really happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. during the incidents that went on and the fact that he was there. And they come to the realization of certain things i mean i can't give details but um they come out of the guided prayer session completely like jumping up and down happy kind of free i don't know who's happier them or me but um, we usually have a big celebration (laughs) and and I, i hear things like you know i feel like i a millstone's been taken off my mm, neck. Mm. Um, a heavy weight's been taken down. I feel like I could float to the ceiling. Those are the kinds of things people have said. Yes, yes. And what it does is it, because God is outside of time. What happens in that prayer is God actually goes back to that, time. Mm-hmm. and then as we come out of the prayer, He rolls it forward into present day. And so the healing is like that.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah,
1: it it certainly does, and I think you know, as adults, and no matter what age we are, if we've had significant traumatic events, uh, sometimes for many of us, if it was a young child, as a young child, even as a baby, it's often hidden, isn't it? But we have an enemy that likes to remind us, and Mm -hmm. often in situations, or even just our inner, you know, self talk that reminds Mm -hmm. us that we're stuck because we're not worthy and so forth. And we know that that's an an absolute lie. So I think, as you're saying, um, often we have to even forgive ourselves, isn't it, as well as Mm -hmm. forgive others. Because one of the things that we know through the Bible is to say that forgiveness actually allows us to then cut that energetic tie. And often it can be anger, Mm -hmm. it can be all sorts of emotions and Mm -hmm. once we get to the stage where we are able to release that then that you know ongoing healing and strength that we talk about and comfort can then uh, come come out as well let's talk about God's ways are not always our ways you know and sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll often ask the question you know why does God allow us to even go through those experiences And, Mm -hmm. and I know that as Christians sometimes we just don't know but I think now, if you were to reflect back, even though you would not want anyone to have experienced mm-hmm. that, the truth, mm-hmm. the love, the hope that you now have, that you've received only in and through him, I would imagine has completely... Well, you share it in your words. Where are you now when you when you think um, in your relationship with Christ and the work that you're now doing? It's,
0: it's a 360 from where I was, or a 380, I mm-hmm. think is the right term, from where I was. Um, I used to be so timid that I just wanted to disappear into walls. I didn't want people to notice me at all because it just brought on more abuse. Yeah. Um, and so now here I am, <laughs> a Christian inner life coach on a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a pretty good 380s. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm a new creation in Christ. Mm. The, the old person is... That old Heather is is not there anymore. She's been regenerate, mm-hmm. and um, and now I can only move forward in who I know it. I am in Him, and mm-hmm. um, that's part of what I do with my clients too. Is I don't stop with the guided procession, that's just the foundation. Then we have to build the walls and put the roof on the house. Yeah. So we 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 do things like negative self talk work, like mindset work. We do. Boundaries, we do whatever's necessary. Mm-hmm. Every client is a little bit different, but um, given the nature of the work that I do, I work one to one with clients, yes, simply because of the privacy issues mm-hmm. um, and confidentiality issues. Though I do have one group course that's purely just on finding your identity in Christ, which I'm running as a Bible study locally, so that's
1: yeah, it's kind of fun. Wonderful, wonderful. Um,
0: But Isaiah 55, yeah, that's the one that says, my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. Yes, yes. And that was a hard one for me to figure out, because like you said, God very rarely answers the why questions. Actually, that's the wrong question to ask.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, The right question to ask is, what am I supposed to learn from this? Mm -hmm. And what would you have me do, Lord? Um. And once you start asking those questions, then things can start to be put into a, his perspective, yeah. not your perspective. Mm. It doesn't minimize anything that you've gone through. And he's there every step of the way. He knows better than you do how much
1: you've through, because mm. we self-protect as well. So, yeah yeah i think you know so often any experiences that we have gone through and when we know that we have found strength in and through him and you know we're reminded in the bible that it's in our weakest moments and situations where we just can't go on that is when we have strength in and through him and i think when we get to that stage the amount of impact that you can have on the lives of other people. And it's often those struggles, it's often those mountains that we have climbed and we've gotten to the top, certainly not on our own strength, but in and through Him we can then look out and really share and and hope and possibility. And I think that message is so important because Mm -hmm. if we look back at your experience, I mean, how God uses us no matter what situation, no matter what, whether you call it a disability or anything, it is actually... Becomes a strength because he uses it yeah. and says, you know, not in my world, child. I'm mm. using that um, to mm. my glory and to bring others along to, to know that whatever situation and circumstance um, is, is redeemable. So what would you say exactly. to someone then that has really been challenged and does not even think, That it is possible for them, because quite often that's a thought, a self-doubt that we have. Yes, it's all right, it's all right for them, but this is my situation. Do you find that clients will often have that kind of self-talk too—that it may be possible for Mm. everyone else, but not for them? What do you say then? Yeah, that's
0: a lie that the enemy plants, unfortunately. Mm. Um, So, yeah, what I what I say to them is, if they were the only person on earth, Christ would have still gone to the cross. That's how much he loves them. Yeah. He yeah. would have died if they were the only one here. mm mm-hmm. um, And that he will do exactly for them what he's done for me. It may look a little bit different in the end, mm. given that their circumstances might be different, but the outcome is going to be the same. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Something else that I think um, is often difficult, too, is we do not feel worthy of love. No. What would you say to that? I mean, that is a difficult one. It's it's kind of like if you, and and I think it comes from self-love, how do you expect Mm. others to love you if you don't love yourself yet Christ is an example of that. He loved us before many of us were even born, you know, and uh, and went and died on the cross. And so what would you say to someone? Were there some Bible verses that you go to to remind yourself of how loved you are, even when you feel unlovable yourself? Psalm 139 is my go-to psalm. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that psalm. I mean, it goes through the you know. My eyes saw saw you when you were formed in your mother's womb, when you were mm-hmm. knit together in the hidden yeah, places. Yeah. Um, my eyes saw your unformed body. Uh, all your day, all the days ordained for you were were written in my book of life before one of them came to be. Before one of them came to be. Do you know what that means? Yeah. That means He knows our whole life from beginning to end before we we're, we're here mm-hmm. on earth. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, for me, to not love myself is to say that Christ's death on the cross meant nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it meant everything. Yes. So I can only love me because He first loved me. Mm-hmm. And that's what my clients have to learn. Their source is always Him. Mm-hmm. He fills us with love, and then we give
1: His love away. Yeah, yeah I love that and uh, so who have you learned that you are in Christ?
0: I am a daughter of the Most High God, I am a princess in the kingdom and
1: I am a warrior. Mm. Yeah, yeah amazing words isn't it? I mean so often uh, we seek We seek answers to things or we seek reasons and we seek the kind of greatness that only can come in and through Christ because we realize it's so much bigger than ourselves and (laughs) um when we open ourselves up to the even the possibility because sometimes it's one of those you know that we often say if it sounds too good to be true it it often is this is one of those things it does sound too good good to be true and guess what every single piece of what we're saying is the truth and actually even more so We can't put into words uh, how great it is. So to share a little bit about some of the work that you do, because I think, you know, so often we look for opportunities or for people to overcome our struggles. And Mm -hmm. so when we don't deal with some of those root causes that you shared, we can often have maybe a period of our time where we're feeling good, yet something triggers us. It could be just something we hear or that we observe. And we're right back to where we, we started exactly. often. And so, I mean, I would imagine that now you find, even with your clients, when they do experience things that may have had them go back and retreat, they're now stronger and they've got the tools and resources to be able to move forward. How is that? How do you see that yeah. work in your life and, of course, your clients?
0: Yeah, you explained it actually very clearly. Um, mm. That's exactly what happens is... You start off in the beginning of the process, um, and it usually is a series of events that happen that cause you to trigger. Mm -hmm. And in really extreme cases of abuse, there will be flashbacks to memories. Mm -hmm. Um, And often the person may look fine to everybody around them, and they've got to appear to have it all together, Mm -hmm. but on the inside, they are falling apart. And they don't know how to ask for help Mm -hmm. because they've worked so hard to create this persona of who they think the world wants them to be or who they think they should be. Mm -hmm. Um, But this part of their past that they worked so hard to keep buried and stuff down um, starts to surface. Mm -hmm. And that's what sends them to me or other people Mm. who do work like I do. Um, And, Really what it is then is just a case of allowing God to heal and then allowing them to discover who God created them to be, mm. who they really are, and not who they were raised to believe that they were, not who the world tells us, you know. who are they mm-hmm. from um, before time began, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I don't think, I know, we are all created in, in his image. And as you said, and beautifully reminded us of that verse, you know, we are knitted wonderfully. Um, it, or he knitted us, I should say, and we are wonderfully made. And so often we can look at other people and see what they're mm-hmm. achieving or there's situations that happen in our life personally that we believe is a limitation. But as we know mm-hmm. with our God, he will often use those limitations and completely flip them around that you think wow that is and I think it does that purposefully because it reminds us of just how great he is Um, and then that we don't have to rely on our own strength. And I think it's so important to have that message that, no, we all struggle, even as Christians, Mm -hmm. you know, who just know this to be true. Um, There are days where where things Mm -hmm. happen. And I think when we stop beating ourselves up and go to that blame and shame, I shouldn't be doing this Mm -hmm. or or have this, then we realise, you know what, we just need to lean back into him, remind ourselves of what his word says uh, and promises us. And of yeah. course that, um, yeah, we have a God that loves us so much and we just need to remind ourselves of that. Mm-hmm. So Heather, thank you so much for the work that you do. I mean, the, the deeper healing that you you work through with your clients and especially the biblical principles where we know that he has the healing that, uh, yeah, that, that no other modality uh, has, mm-hmm. you know, the living water as we know that, that Jesus is. Um, I think is just so powerful particularly when you hear so many people struggling Uh, with mental issues and, you know, there's a stigma around it and I think we need to be more open about it and and have open arms and be willing to have the conversation and say to people, you know what, we we all struggle with this and Mm -mm. there's nothing wrong with you Uh, and there's hope. There's hope and possibility for every (laughs) single person. So share, um, how can people find out more about the work that you do? How can they connect with you?
0: Oh, there's... I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and I have a website.
1: So, <laughs> so give me the website, uh, the URL, and then what we'll also do is we'll pop your details okay. on the show notes. So what's your website?
0: Okay. The website
1: is com. Fabulous. Fabulous. And so we'll put uh, the web link and also the connections or the handles Mm -hmm. of Heather on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE 178. So one of the things I'm doing with all of my guests, and I'd love to do that with you as well, Heather, is just to close the show in prayer. May I do that for you today? Oh, absolutely. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Heather today, and we just really just want to praise you that um, you healed her, and now that she is now helping others to heal and come to know you, Christ, as the the living water, and that there Mm. is healing, there is peace, there is comfort, and Mm. there is strength in and through you. Father, we just want to continue to ask for your blessing and favor on Heather's work that she is doing. Father, there are so many people who are struggling, and they don't yet realize just how loved that they are, that there is forgiveness there is hope there is no shame there is no blame Mm. and no guilt and uh, that yeah there's an invitation for them to just leave that at the cross and that uh, we just want to pray for those that are listening and watching today and of course all of the clients that heather is working uh, with as well father we just want to ask this in the precious name of your son jesus amen thank you so much for the for the work that you're doing as i said earlier i mean who knew that uh well we know that who knew that that we didn't know necessarily but uh, as you said you know god's ways he's had it all mapped out and it's such a pleasure and honor to uh to yeah have you share your story your testimony on this show and i know it's going to help very many many people who uh yeah, who may be struggling with similar circumstances as you have. So uh, thank you, Heather, for, for shining that light. <laughs> thank you for having me.
2: You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no cost and low cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training.